Coming to you, pre-recorded in multiple locations, chopped cut and stuffed up your butt for your convenience, this is Hella Rad. We're your hosts, Nathan and Andrew. Since this is episode one, we kind of want to just give you a rundown here. Just two dipshits trying to have some fun, making some comedy. Nathan, how are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. I think it might have been a little confusing how you introduced my name first um, when you were talking, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. Fuck you. <laughs> good, all, happy to I be feel, here. Yeah. That's how I feel about your opinion. All right. Well, that's I know I asked. I know I asked, but I didn't really want you to respond. So, thanks a lot. Yeah, I have a feeling this is gonna go well. <laughs> yeah yeah this is gonna this is gonna be a long-running series of just perpetual harassment yeah it's gonna be great it's a far cry from our normal conversations mm, far cry i've been playing the shit out of that game have you have you ever played any of that series yep what one did you start with the first one. Oh, see i didn't pick it up till number three yeah you bandwagon fan think you're so yeah. cool coming in on three i don't i don't think i know um one thing i wanted to kind of just mention there at the top of the show too is uh we're specifically not sponsored by gatorade uh and nor will we ever be sponsored by gatorade yeah fuck those guys yeah what is this they lost me with g2 all right yeah. i'm like you mean you mean there was an alternative for something healthier than what you were originally given us, this—that's bullshit. Is that what the spin on that one was? I think so. I think it was like <laughs> low calorie or less sugar. And you're like, wait a minute, there's sugar in Gatorade. This isn't a health drink at all. Well, I mean, sport. I guess you think sport drink and health drink like go together. They're synonymous. They um didn't do a lot to change your viewpoint of that during the '90s. Uh, it was pretty much in your face like hey look at these athletes working super hard and the only thing they're drinking is gatorade it's pretty cool right <laughs> and you're a fucking kid and you're like yeah man i, I fucking love basketball players i want to play professional basketball so i'm gonna drink some gatorade but yeah it, fuck gatorade so that's what i wanted to do. <laughs> oh fucking doritos too I hate them. They're not, they're not a sponsor. They never will be. Yeah, I can get on board with that. Fucking. I was amazed, though, about uh, the those Doritos Locos Tacos that came out years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. I never knew. I never knew that tacos were missing uh, a level of flavor. Like, yeah. you just, like, the shell was just, uh, was just a blank canvas, you know? You just, you, who knew you could do so much more with that? Yeah, they really marketed. Uh, I like the way they did it. Was uh, like making a real fucking big deal about it too. Like you'll never guess how crazy and innovative we are. We put fucking Dorito dust sauce on our hard shell tacos. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's just stupid enough to work. Yeah, they had like the story. It was some. They did on the commercial, I think I remember, where it was like the kid drove 50 miles to go get Locos Tacos with some other young people. Oh, yeah. I miss the Taco Bell dog. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, he was the best. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody could get on board with him, but then it started getting pretty stale after like the tenth commercial. Yeah, him. like it wasn't even like an offense thing. It was just like, yeah, there's we played every angle of this, just like the uh, Geico caveman. Like, I feel like the Geico caveman could come back at at this point now. It'd be kind of cool. They took it a little too far when they made the fucking ABC TV show about the cavemen. Yeah. You're like, what were they thinking? <laughs> we really shouldn't have taken this commercial premise into a fucking entire TV series. Well, whoever championed that idea, though, deserves a raise for actually getting it funded and on there. I mean, I wonder, like, so many times seeing commercials, like, this had to be a group of executives sitting in a room. And they like approved this shit. Like this was a great idea. Yeah, let alone like, like a fucking TV me. series based off a shitty commercial. Like, yeah. Oh, speaking of Taco Bell, uh, kind of Taco Bell. I was having a conversation about uh, burritos earlier today, and I was thinking, like, most of the ingredients in it aren't bad for you. Like, what you have like a carne asada burrito. It's just like meat salsa which is tomatoes and onions and guacamole like nothing about that is bad so i'm like i wonder like if burritos are health not health food but i mean like can burritos be healthy for you so we ran we did a little bit of number crunching and found like uh, a couple different restaurant burritos like ranking in at uh a thousand calories for a your average size burrito. But if you did it yourself at home with just like the raw ingredients, it only comes out to like 500 calories. So we're like, what the fuck causes the calorie count to double uh, from making it home versus in a restaurant? So the assumption was uh, they're just cooking all the meat and lard. (laughs) That's probably not too far off. They're definitely not healthy for you, by the way, just to get that out there. But I, I refuse to believe that. That they're I'm not? Gonna, I'm going to go on a, uh, like, what the what was the Morgan Spurlock documentary? Um, Supersize Me? Yeah, I'm going to do Supersize Me with just eating fucking burritos. I mean, they're healthy comparative um, to dog shit, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I love burritos, but you're, like, you're taking... Like, you got the people that are all about protein, and then the people are all about carbs, and then you're like, well, you got the, the burrito, which is all of those put together. <laughs> you say they're healthy compared to dog shit, but that raises the question, have you ever eaten dog shit, and how do you know it's not healthy for you? Well, I was hoping you wouldn't bring this up. Uh, <laughs> you know I've lived on a farm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, We always... Uh, joked as kids with because the fucking goats when they take dumps it's like uh, a bunch of little pebbles about like trying to uh, trick your brothers into like putting them inside of a cocoa pebbles box and see if you can get them to eat them but nobody was about to take the effort to put goat shit inside of a plastic bag and try to cover up the smell so didn't really go anywhere. The one joke uh, some family friends used to do is like cheesy fucking farm humor for your 
birthday or whatever, they get you a cow pie instead of a regular pie, and <laughs> they put some shit in a box and give yeah. it to you. I always like that. Uh, my uncle one year for Christmas got my uh, brother. It was just a brown paper bag put underneath the Christmas tree at my grandma's, and inside the bag it was just a pile of shit. It looked like a pile of shit, I should say. He actually got one to a baker and got him to just fucking burn a piece of bread that looked like poop. So uh, it's pretty funny. Well, it's kind of crappy. Like, you get some bread, then you burn bread and pretend it's shit, and you can actually get real shit. Where's that Where's that fail horn for that terrible joke I just made? <laughs> uh, Lay it on me. The price is right. Yeah, boy. Is that where that's from? Yeah. I should have known that. Is that shit still going on with uh, Drew Carey? I hope so. I don't know, but he I sh- hope it is. He should have stuck with whose line is it anyways. <laughs> he should have stuck with a whole lot of things. Like having his own fucking show. <laughs> Drew Carey show. What are you drinking tonight, by the way? 805. Oh, that's a good one. I am rocking... Sierra Nevada, hazy little thing IPA. Yeah, it wouldn't be a show with two white guys unless we discuss what beer we're drinking. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Have to. Oh, man. You've been watching these crypto markets lately? Think on it! <laughs> oh, you know it. Yeah. I'm trying to make some quick cash. I like how as soon as... Uh, the general public became aware that the government was going to come after them for uh, capital gains tax. They're just like, fuck this. I think some people took it as a challenge. They're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, you really think you're going to get me on this? Well, come and get me, motherfuckers, and try to trace this flow of money. Just try. Haven't they had multiple cases of actually tracing? Um Yeah. what's this about uh, untraceable currency and then catching all the people like the they got the founder of the silk road by just literally like catching him with his laptop in a coffee shop and then uh they found his wallet on the laptop the the bitcoin wallet on his laptop well they've come to find recently too they not to get too into it, but they have like privacy coins with different protocols that uh, actually are anonymous. But Bitcoin is definitely not. Um, but I mean, even that doesn't, you know, like prevent things like what you mentioned with the Silk Road, where it's just like by happenstance you get fucking caught up. Where was the Silk Road? Was there like a central like base point for where that came from? I mean, do you know a lot about it? No, we'd have to bring in a. A, a correspondent for for more information on An that. Expert. Yeah, some uh, to discuss something you... that happened ten years ago with us. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it that old now? Uh, it's pretty old. Uh, it may not be ten years, but um, it's definitely not uh, recent. Oh, but I mean, it it just it's pointless. Like all of it, anyways. Like, well, are we gonna we're gonna really use that as money? <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. They had a lot of different um, like gimmicks for like different uh, cryptocurrencies, like claiming like, oh, this will be super easy for transactions. Like, I've yet to see Ethereum 
used for anything other than that fucking uh, Crypto Kitties game, which I didn't play, but re- saw enough headlines for it. Well, the, what they, yeah, it's all bullshit. If you go to Coin Market Cap and you look at the website of every single coin, like in the top fifty, they're almost identical. All the websites, like they promise the same bullshit. And and then it's like supposed to be easy to use and fast, and then you go to you get the wallet. It's like now all you got to do is enter the command script. Yeah, well, I mean, of course you know how to code, right? Because otherwise you can't get this wallet to work. So let's start from there, and then <laughs> then once you have the you know the node set up on your fucking computer, and then you can finally generate your wallet, and then you can get tokens. Like what? My you know people like my parents. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're gonna be using cryptocurrency. Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, it's just a way for people to fucking manipulate another market. They got, like, the big money people found a great new way to do it. They used to have to do it on Wall Street, and now they're like, oh, shit, look, we can just do it here. I have been seeing, like, these articles of, like, um, stock market, like, drop, like, today it was, like, stock market drops 500 points, and then I'm, like, curious, like, I just saw the cryptocurrency markets jump like 10% like over the last couple of days. Like uh, I was wondering if like there's a correlation there where people are pulling their money from stock market and then putting it into these cryptocurrencies. But I think it's unlikely given like the, the major boom of it's already passed. Yeah. I do love, I do love all these fucks that are just like, talking about like it's gonna reach uh like a hundred thousand dollars per bitcoin like just some douche like putting up putting all his money in it then writing an article uh hoping he can uh spike the market they're like uh oh like this guy predicts yeah a hundred thousand two hundred thousand you're like you know it turns out he bought like a hundred of them back in like 2008 you're like oh okay yeah he's definitely bullish on it of course yeah Speaking of predictions, you know what my favorite predictions are? These like end of the world uh, predictions. Like I, there was one just recently for I think it was like today or yesterday, April April twenty fourth for anyone listening back catalog, uh, two thousand eighteen, <laughs> and it was just like so ridiculous. Just like I I think it was the one about uh, that secret. Oh, I forget what it was called. It's like the secret planet that we can't see. That's like, like parallel, like right next to us, or some like parallel universe bullshit. When? What did you see this on? I didn't see any of this. Oh, uh, it was April eighteenth. What was it? Uh, just missed it. Damn. <laughs> yeah. The end of the world could be happening sooner than we thought. <laughs> sooner than who thought? Let's see. Give me some information here. Sorry, Earth. You're done. <laughs> uh, this is all garbage. Anyways. Uh, in terms of end-of-the-world scenarios, I do like the idea of an alternate universe planet. I think that's like the biggest appeal for a lot of these things is just like, like the unknown and being like excited about it. Well, we gotta, you know, we always write out the disaster movie trend every once in a while. That's a, that's always fun. 
Yeah, I mean, the 2012 was the one that had the biggest weight to it. So when that one like fell through, it was just like, well, shit. I always, I'm just, you never get these people to like admit to their bullshit, but it's like, how did you just like come up with this? Well, yeah, I remember 2012 and I knew a lot of, I still know them, but I don't know them as well. So I did back then, but back in that time, like people that were super into dubstep and Burning Man, they were like, oh, we're going to go party for the end of the world. You know, my, we're going to go to fucking where they used to be. And we're like, okay, <laughs> like, hey, you guys ever like really think about what you're saying or what you're doing at any, at any moment? I, I'd love to live like that, I guess. I'm almost kind of jealous of it. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find a way to shit on a Burning Man, and oh, uh, uh, my favorite, my favorite quote about Burning Man was I don't know if it was our friend Ed that uh, coined this, but I saw him saying it. It was about like my favorite time of year in uh, San Francisco is during Burning Man when all the hipsters and douchebags leave the city. <laughs> Yeah, they all do, too. It's, like, without exception. It just seems, like, miserable to me. Like, day, like same with Coachella. Like, day one would be great, but you would just go so, like, heavy and hard on the drugs and alcohol that when you wake up day two with a hangover, dirty as fuck, you're just like, I need to get out of here. I'm going to die. Yeah. Yeah, and you're in a desert. It's going to be great. You get to see, like, some old naked fucking six-year-old lady riding a unicycle. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, have you ever ridden a unicycle before? No. I've attempted, I've but I've never ridden <laughs> Yeah, I've attempted. Uh, it is difficult. Like, it's a lot of, like, uh, clenching your thighs into the seat, po- the, the, like, seat for it. And it just like shreds your like muscles and skin right there. Yeah, it sounds great. I want to try it more. Yeah, I totally want to perfect this. I saw one time a video for kind of like mountain biking, but it's like uh, they're like really just like hopping around rocks and shit, like pivoting from point to point. But they were doing it with a unicycle with like a uh, suspension in it. I'm like, this is just taking it too far. Yeah, now they're just showing off, you know. <laughs> you, know you just need to find a general, a generally more difficult, like, area to take your, like, thrill-seeking. Same with the guys that do, like, the hanging off of buildings and stuff and take pictures. It's like, that's just lazy to me. Like, there's no skill involved. You're just, like, taking this really dumb, unnecessary risk. Well, I guess that's the appeal, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I, 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 clearly, it works for them for some sort of demographic. But uh, here, hold on. I, before we move on, I'd like to just do something here real quick. Uh, if it's important to me. That's the Fabergé egg update. Oh, is that what that was? Because if there was lyrics in there, I didn't understand a word of them. Well, you, you shit on it. You, you know, let it breathe a little bit. <laughs> Christ. Continue. Continue. Yeah, well, it's a Fabergé egg update. Thanks a lot for interrupting right in the, just right at the very beginning of it. Um, so as we all know of the 
possible 50 jeweled eggs that were made uh, for the imperial family. Only 43 have been found mm. or remain. Um, with the last one being found in 2014, the third imperial Easter egg. Um, and none have been found since then, but I do speculate that more will be found. And I speculate Wait. that the next one that will be found, it will be the royal Danish egg, which was made in Where 19... Oh, hold on, hold on a second. Let me finish. (laughs) It was made in 1903, and uh, I think that's the one that will be found next, personally. I just wanted to know where they originated from. In Russia. Oh. Well, to be specific, the Fabergé Company. Is that where they get their name from? Yeah. You know, it drives me nuts that people fucking don't know what a Fabergé egg is. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, my aunt had a Fabergé egg. No, she fucking didn't. She did not have a Fabergé egg. Nobody in your fucking family had one. And I hear that shit all the time. It drives me nuts. Yeah, like, I always talk about how my parents had, like, these fucking, like, carved-up ostrich eggs. Like, (laughs) obviously hollowed out from, they were, like, they got them from, like, Africa or something. And I always thought those were Fabergé eggs. But clearly I was wrong. Yeah, it's people like you that really fucking tarnish the name of Fabergé. Well, anyway, that's the end of the update. And thanks a lot for, you know, making it really special. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm more than happy to uh shit on your interest in stupid well, it's, eggs. It's not going to end because this is just as much my show as it yours is yours. You don't really oh, have a choice. You're telling me you're telling me this is a reoccurring segment so they get to <laughs> They well, get to look forward to this. It's every, an update, uh, Andrew. You'll fucking update people and let them know what's going on. So it's well, not just no, one. I'm, you don't just update somebody once and that's it. There's, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to this being like a weekly update because I would be fascinated for you to for you to provide new information on a weekly basis about Fabergé eggs. We're not You're doing gonna have this to start weekly, going backwards the in the history. The whole oh. fucking show. Are you kidding me? You're doing this every week. Maybe. What is know. it? We'll see. <laughs> oh. Um Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, I just want to get that in there before we start moving on. Um but one thing yeah. I did want to Should we What? Should we take a quick commercial break? Yeah. Let's take a quick pause. All right. Hello. Ah, Mondays again? Mondays are the worst. Well, what if we could make your Mondays no more? Dr. Cat Soap's got just the product for you. They're called Monday Pills. How do they work? These revolutionary new pills can wipe your Mondays off the map. You're full of horse apples, dude. Take three pills every 45 minutes starting Sunday morning, and by 10 p.m., you'll be ready to change that Sunday into a Monday or a Tuesday or possibly a Wednesday. It's not an exact science. These magic Monday pills will allow you to fall into a mild coma for 24 to 67 hours. When they eventually wear off, Monday will be a thing of the past, end of next week. Remember, when your done day is a Monday, reach for Dr. Cat Soap's Monday pills. Coming to the fairgrounds this Sunday, the world-famous Boston Bukaki Crew. Come see the explosive stylings of Daryl the Barrel and the large and in-charge Dick Johnson. The show will also feature all five founding members of the original Boston Bukaki crew. Even old horny Randy. Me so horny. You won't want to miss this once-in-a-lifetime chance to see Donald the Dong Lord battle Chris the Cockmaster in an epic sword fight showdown halftime performance for the ages. 
Please note that we are legally obligated to state that although the Boston Bukaki crew is from Boston, we are not endorsed in any way by the city of Boston. By entering the show, you agree to waive your rights to litigate any claims of contracting sexually transmitted diseases while in attendance of the Boston Bukaki crew show. Gates open at 5 and admission is free. Come early or come late. Just make sure you come. This is the law offices of Miller & Miller. Have you taken Dr. Katzhoff's Monday pills? Have you lost a Tuesday or a Wednesday as well as but not excluding a Monday? Then Dr. Katzhoff owes you money. Join our class action lawsuit today and get the money for your Mondays. Come down to the Steamtown Mall and meet with us. We're located next to Handshoes Glove Store across from the IHOP Express. Miller & Miller will bill ya. And we're back from our commercial break. How's it going, Nathan? Oh, it's better now that we're back. What'd you do in that time? I was editing what we just did before. You know, making me do all the work on this. Yeah, that's how it works. I'm the talent. <laughs> yeah, well, clearly. <laughs> yeah. My stupid voice and my stupid jokes. They're great. So... Living in California, no uh, no conversation would be complete without bringing up the marijuanas. Specifically, I want to talk about dabs, but I want to talk about dabs in two forms. I want to talk about the hand gesture, which uh, makes me feel like an old man because I don't understand what it is or where it came from. And then also the, the concentrated form of uh, pot. But anyways, yeah, dabs and, and dabs, dabs and dabs. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cause I knew initially I knew of the, uh, the concentrated weed first. And then I kept seeing like, Oh, kids, kids are doing the dab. And I'm just like, what the fuck is a 10, 10 year old, uh, doing <laughs> with this like hardcore weed? Jake Paul is dabbing with 10-year-olds? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I'm just like wondering, like, what the fuck is this and where did it come from? Like, With the hand movement or the dab? Yeah, the hand movement. Okay. Like, what is what is the origin of this and why? Like, it just makes me think of, like, uh, Power Rangers and shit where they do their poses uh, right before the explosions in the background. Well, it's funny that you say that because that is where it comes from. Yeah. Fucking from Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Ninja Warrior season season 8. Yeah, I don't I don't really know where it really comes from. I, I I'm guessing from a a rap star made it popular. Wait, I mean, wait, it was it's pretty a recent. Rap star. Wow, <laughs> rap really star. hip. <laughs> One of those rap singers. <laughs> He's a rap star. The singer wouldn't have made the dab popular. I know that it was a f in football. Cam Newton did it all the time, but I don't know where he, where he got the idea. But that was the first time I had seen it. Oh, there was uh, I th I don't think it lasted very long, but it was a show on. M I think it was MTV. It was like an animated series, and I mean, I wish I could remember the title of it, but. Their catchphrase on it was, that's the jizz. Like, oh, that's the jizz. And I'm just like, this is not 
Okay. Like, what are you? Are you just trying to get away with something this blatant? I don't. I feel like. I don't what? think I get what what that is. So it's just like I don't. It didn't even make sense in the context for the like like something's cool like that's the jizz. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's that's straight ejaculate. Boy, that's some ejaculate right there. I think uh, Dave Chappelle put it best with um, the, the skeet 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 was the one that got away with it the best. Like so many people saying that for so long without any idea. Although Superman that hoe was a really good one too. Yeah, what does this have to do with Debs? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> I think we were trying to discover the origin of Debs and got lost in a... Uh... Yeah. Well, I realized I realized shortly into our conversation that I have no background knowledge on it, so I didn't really know where to go. But so does that like inform your concern about marijuana dabs or something? Or no, I mean it plays into the same thing. But I guess getting back to uh, talking about weed, um, you've done it before, right? Yeah, I did it once, and I was like, "That's that's enough." I just want to go take a nap. I'm like, what? <laughs> "Yeah, I like I like I had, weed, right?" But not a dab, no. I had pretty much the same experience where I was. I come. I think I was like driving back up to uh, Central California, and I got there at like I don't know eleven midnight, and my little brothers in his room with all his friends. They're like high school kids at the time, and they were like showing me all this shit and i'm just like this is like not this is a whole nother level like with the excuse me with the torch that you use on and heat up the nail and it like smeared onto that thing yeah you got the little stuff put on the yeah. stone and yeah it reminded me of like being stoned for the first time which is never a comfortable experience yeah, borderline scary sometimes. Yeah, speaking of being stoned the first time, you were there for my first uh, high experience. I've been there for a lot of your firsts. You just don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was in the window, man. I was in the window. Yeah, this is the one of the few times you didn't know about it. But. Yeah. What was the what was the first time you got stoned? Uh, one of our uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Chris's. Uh, back shed at his house his parents just let him do whatever the fuck he want back there like that fuck would drink like carlo was it carlo rossi out of the jug all the time yeah i don't know yeah, but uh, that, that, <laughs> that, that's where i got really high the first time and it was uh you know it was fun again now i've been hooked for life <laughs> I didn't really get into it until like college, so I needed to compensate for all the uh, stress, anxiety, and sleep deprivation that goes with uh, getting a fucking college degree. Yeah, not not an, a BA degree, by the way. That's what I had, and I was fucking coasting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I always assume like anybody that has that. Statement of like, oh, I wish I was still in college. It was so much better. I was like, you pick something that was too easy. If that's the case, you definitely should not want to be back there. Yeah, because everybody I fucking had classes with, we're all just like 
thank God this shit is over. Like, I don't ever want to go back. Except for the ladies. Yeah, that's the best part. Some nice looking gals. Speaking of ladies, uh, one thing that always troubled me is seems like it's a fashion faux pas to wear cargo shorts. I, when did this become a thing? I didn't get that memo. Like, Have you ever seen a woman wearing cargo shorts before? No, not. I don't mean women wearing them. I mean women's distaste for men wearing them. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I mean, they're very utilitarian. I don't see what the... I mean, are they really that bad in a fashion sense? I mean, they're fine, right? It's like khakis, khaki shorts with fucking, you know pockets on it's like dad clothes i guess that's i guess that's where the problem is huh yeah or the fact like i feel like the level of awful for uh cargo shorts gets compounded when you tuck your shirt into the cargo shorts well who the who the fuck's doing that ain't no fucking l7 weenie over here (laughs) (laughs) fucking square bear it would be kind of weird for a woman to wear cargo shorts now that you mentioned it, though. I was kind of thinking about that. So maybe they have a point. Like, I wouldn't want to see a woman in cargo shorts. They want to see me in cargo shorts. You know, it would be an interesting experiment is if somebody, um, you got, you rented, like, a really nice, like, sports car, like, supercar, like, driving around a Lamborghini, and you're, uh, you know, they have these videos all over the place where people like roll out in the window and hit on the hot chicks, but like you get one on the, get somebody on the hook where they're like they seem interested, but then you get out of the car to talk to them and you're wearing cargo shorts. Like, are the cargo shorts enough to deter them from their uh they're like, Oh hell no. Motherfucker <laughs> yeah. got some cargo shorts, I'm out. <laughs> Fucking done with this. I don't care how you till it utility they are they'll pull some cardi b shit on your ass i i have not listened to any of her music i did hear her voice though and i was a little amazed amazed that she's this popular yeah yeah i hear you but i guess if uh cash me outside girl can get a record deal anybody can right well i had first seen cardi b on uh like one of those loving hip-hop shows or something and it was a girlfriend was watching it and Yes, this was one of the worst shows ever made. Um, and I saw this lady on there. I'm like, that's the most annoying lady I've ever seen on the worst show ever made. Uh, hopefully nothing ever comes to be of this. And then sure enough, a couple years later, she's the biggest fucking star <laughs> in the whole world. So I don't have cable anymore. But the biggest thing I miss from having cable was all those VH1 reality shows. Yeah, they are excellent, although they are the worst shows ever made. Like They're Rock excellent. of Love, yeah. like Flavor of Love. Those were just gold. I just thought, like, I literally just, like, cheer on the couch as, like, some bitch was, like, spitting in another girl, excuse me, girl's face. They're definitely like, the cream of the crop. Um, that's where they get those kind of stars like Cardi B, straight from those shows. It's kind of wrong because you're just, like, you're just getting so much enjoyment out of people just destroying their, uh, just destroying their own image. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not real. So there's that, but it's almost worse to me that it's, it's like scripted reality TV. What you're telling me? None of this is real. (laughs) It's still real to me. Damn it. This this changes everything. But yeah, I mean, 
to me it's almost worse that it's not actually reality tv i'm like so it's they make this shit up and this is what they came up with <laughs> yeah right oh uh, that was like the tail end of like the reality tv movement well it's still alive and strong my friend even without you on the cable is survivor still on that i don't know that's the only thing i wanted from you and you fucking don't know the worst what are you good for absolutely nothing you almost sound like my parents where's that rim shot give me that rim shot boy yeah um i'm loving that soundboard yeah i love it too i'm trying to not excessively use it because that's all i do whenever we're off mic is just fucking blast through <laughs> sound so we're always live there's no conversation uh that goes on outside of this yeah why would we ever record like oh shit let me rephrase that why would we <laughs> ever talk without recording ourselves yeah every conversation we have is very exciting and uh entertaining yeah and clearly i'm a wordsmith of the highest order <laughs> yeah, yeah we're both uh fucking english scholars here so given that uh hard pivot um one thing i did want to talk to you about before we're done with this is uh you know what do you think kramer's up to like kramer from seinfeld like come the on. cosmo kramer come on bro michael michael richards the yeah. man the myth the guy that said that word in a comedy club years ago and that it seems like people kind of forgot yeah well it's a lot of things has changed since then but i definitely didn't forget about the motherfucker <laughs> i heard from somebody that's a big uh curb your enthusiasm fan that he was he's actually been on that show since that whole incident yeah that was that was a while back though i, I want to know what he's doing now like what do yeah, you think he's I'm doing still, now I'm still living in the past. Yeah. I don't want to know what he was doing five years ago, Andrew. I don't know what he's doing now. I'd like to hear your speculation on that. My hope is that he's on a in a on a hotel in Hawaii, just kicking in uh doors, sliding into them, asking where Jerry's at. <laughs> he's like reliving his glory days, like the total psychological mess. <laughs> yeah. Like oh that oh Michael just let him do it we you know we can't <laughs> yeah. try to not make a big deal out of it you know it's it's Kramer man it's Kramer just, like, he's just working through happen. some issues right now can you just let him be he hasn't said the n word for like three days straight just let him do yeah. his thing I'd like to envision him like just like still still like thinking about that moment and still like just in a state of regret and like I wish I hadn't have done it Jerry. What would be a good show for him to be like a host on? Like how we're uh, we're mentioning like Drew Carey earlier. Shit, he should host this like show. Oh fucking! I would happily give up. That's my our seat. goal. Yeah, get my. We'll do a now three man team. Us. It's just fucking uh, called two guys and Kramer. <laughs> yeah. We don't ever we don't ever use our names like because we're just uh, irrelevant. We would be if he was on the show. That's for damn sure. That's true. He would totally uh, overshadow us. Starting with episode two, we've changed the name of the show. 
and introduced Michael Richards as the guest. The show is now some fucking guy or Kramer and some fucking guys. Fuck! It almost sounds like that shitty ass uh, two broke girls show. That went on for a couple seasons. I think but it went yeah. on for longer in a couple seasons because that chick had huge knockers, but that was about the only reason why. <laughs> I, I would That's my speculation. I never saw the show, so yeah. it's kind of not fair for me to judge it, but I will anyways. <laughs> I already said it. It's done. Yeah. Judgment has been passed. Moving on. Oh, I did have a point I wanted to make on cargo shorts. Um, touching back on that subject. There... You talk about we. I mentioned women in cargo shorts, and there was. Uh, it's not a real person, but there is one woman uh, that does know how to rock cargo shorts. She's not real, though. Yeah, I feel like it's a dead giveaway. <laughs> I have no. Actually, it makes it much harder for me to guess what you're talking about. Motherfucking Tomb Raider. Ah, she was real in the movie, man. It's real to me, damn it. Angelina Jolie. I haven't seen the, I haven't seen the new one they did. They did do a new one. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of weird because I think they used the the girl for the um, uh, game model, like so they modeled the the game character on the newer ones after her. But they didn't actually put out the movie with her in it until like probably like the second or third game since they've like redid the the look of Laura Croft since like the old school ones still rocking the cargo shorts though. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would call them cargo shorts, but some might argue that they're short shorts. <laughs> Whoever would argue that I'd love to bring them on the show and have the, have it out with them about that. All right. That would be great pod. Yeah. That's out in the open. We'll provide a email. Uh, no, for... no, Andrew. no, well, can, <laughs> no. Just you can't contact us ever. Bitch. No hate mail. I, I set no up all email. the other accounts and you mentioned email of all things. I didn't say we'd announce an email address now. I'm just saying eventually. Just tweet at us. Just tweet at us. It's hella red on Twitter. Anyways, did we really did we really finish our conversation on uh, dabs? Did we have more? I feel like we had more to discuss there. <laughs> Well, I, what did you want to talk about with dabs? Like you just brought up that there's two types of dabs, but I don't really understand. Yeah, it's really I'm really inconsistent there. <laughs> First off, you bring up dabs, you don't know what they are, you know where they came from, and then you bring up marijuana dabs, and you they you don't know where they came from, and you don't know why they exist. Don't don't, don't poke know. holes in my train of thought <laughs> or logic. You can go eat shit. I know it's uh, my logic is sound with things like cargo shorts yeah. and. Mhm. But I I don't know. I mean, in terms of Debs, I don't think you can draw any connection between the two things you brought up, and I don't think I'd ever want to do either one of them ever again. I want to see somebody, fucking, cause like you when you do the dab like gesture one of your arms is kind of close to your face. So I want to see the hand that's close to your face smoking a dab while doing the dab. Well, I think that maybe you should just be the one that does it. No. Okay. <laughs> Understood. 
I, you're probably not going to get to see it then, is my point. Like, if that's what you really uh, want to see, you should, you know, you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Just look on fucking YouTube. They got everything on there. I feel like the internet has ruined a lot of good, like, what if conversations. Like, you'd be like, people don't argue about shit anymore. They're just like, Somebody's like, oh, I'll just fucking Google it. Oh, yeah, that's the right answer. Like, the last time I remember having a debate with somebody about this shit was about, um, what is it, Six Flags Magic Mountain, and then there was uh, that one, what the fuck is the one up in, like, kind of like Bay Area? I think it's Bay Area uh, that has, like, the Top Gun ride. Oh, Great America? Yeah. I thought Great America was uh, a Six Flags and I was oh, just arguing so back. And wrong, bro. I was, but I was arguing for it. And then I, we had the discussion back and forth. And I eventually like went to a computer because this was before smartphones. And I was fucking wrong. Not quite. I don't even remember if I, if I had, if I continued the conversation after that. I was just like, oh yeah, I'll just look it up later. But you never want to like go back to somebody, and. uh like oh yeah you remember that stupid conversation we had you were totally right i was <laughs> i was wrong yeah that doesn't happen too often though. i to your point though with the discussions i feel like it's almost come full circle like there was a period of time where everybody was all about looking it up and now it's so easy to get people don't look it up when you're arguing like they'll continue to argue with you even if they're wrong and you show them you're like look dude Look, it's like I don't care what anything says. I don't trust fake news. I don't trust anything. Yeah, fake news has come has been a good uh, combatant against using your phones to look things up. It's great. It's so stupid. That's like the perfect counter argument to anything. Oh, that's just fake news, bro. My favorite counter argument is just social justice warrior tactics. You just fucking make somebody seem racist as quickly as possible and shut that shit down. Follow a thread of logic that leads to them saying something remotely racist. You're like, I think corn dogs are better than bagel dogs. And they're like, why, you like that fucking uh, cornbread breading for the hot dogs? So that's something against black people? You're a fucking racist. They, well, with that one, you can even go the other way, too. Oh, you don't like the bagels? You don't like the Jews? You don't like that <laughs> yeah. part of it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you fucking... You, I bet you love Hitler, huh? Yeah, you Piece must be, shit. like, in love with him on 420. You're like, everybody else is smoking weed, and you're like, ooh, Hitler's birthday, man. Yeah. I had a thought experiment earlier. If you... If you came out and said you hated one race and then somebody called you a racist, but then you went on to say that you hated every other race, including your own, would you be considered racist? Um, well, if the basis of your hate lies within race, then yes. Oh. Uh, Even if you hate all races, but the... I guess I mean if you if the if your hate derives from the fact that people are racial and cultural I guess then yeah oh boy well I think uh we'll take this as a good good moment to wrap it up for today what do you think 
I think that's a great idea, past Andrew. Hey, it's Nathan. Sorry for the technical difficulties with the mic, but um, I think I know what happened and shouldn't be a problem in the future. Make sure to check us out on Twitter at It's Hella Rad and SoundCloud.com slash It's Hella Rad. Um, and uh, hopefully you like it. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Not bad.